Welcome to the Inspire Ladies podcast, where through the mess, with all of the stress, we are completely blessed. No matter where you're at in your journey, if you're a seasoned Christian or still discovering the journey that God has set for you, we encourage you to take a listen. We are your hosts, Ashley Eberts and Kyla Vincent. Grab your coffee or your sweet tea and let's see what the Lord has for us today. Well, hello, ladies. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to our February podcast where we are going to talk about Jesus and friendship with the father. We are so excited about that. As much as I love this girl right next to me, having friendship with the father is just that much better. Yes, that's very true. Same with her. Yes. I can't stand her sometimes. So when I can't, <laughs> I go to friendship with the father. <laughs> She's ridiculous. She can handle me all the time. I know. Uh, Anywho, you know, that's the biggest thing, though. Friendship is understanding who the person is mm. and getting to know them on not just a first name basis, but all the other names that you can call them. What are you, you know? calling me by my bad? <laughs> no, just kidding. Ash, Auntie Ashy, oh, all, the, all things. the things. Yes. But what are some names that you use for Christ in your relationship with him? Mm. There's father, there's Abba, there's friend, there's companion, there's so you're my bestie names. for the yeah. restie, you oh, know? <laughs> I just love it because if you have the friendship with each other, that brings you back to Christ and remembering like God is your true best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you need relationships like that, but we'll definitely get into that in the next podcast. And we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. We have some awesome stuff planned this year. Um, there's a lot going on in our church um, at Southern Hills and we are going to feature some of those things on here this year. So we're very excited for the upcoming year and all the fun stuff that we're going to have planned for y'all. And so lots of guests. We're so excited for our guests. Yes. It's been a little bit since we had a guest and I'm super excited about that. I know. And if y'all want to be a guest on this podcast because you feel like there's something that the Lord is leading you to share, that's what we need. We need people who are willing to share um, either a testimony or a little bit of something that the Lord has taught them in their life that can be beneficial for other people. Agreed. So friendship with the father. Diving in. Diving in. So the biggest thing to understand with building your friendship with him is how much time are you spending with him? And are you making it a priority? Mm. What does that look like for you in your life? So it could be maybe it's five minutes on your Bible app and doing a devotion on there. Or maybe it's 15 minutes in the morning before the kids wake up, before you do their school, before you take them to school, whatever. Um, spending 15 minutes of time in his word or it's 15 minutes of prayer Mm. whatever that first step is every morning do something so that way you can you're prepping yourself you're preparing yourself so that way as the week goes on each day you're ready it's almost like preparing your meals you prepare Mm. your meals to ensure that you are going to stay on track and be healthy throughout the week right so we need to we should be doing that with our bible study right and with our time with the father we should be prepping every day to ensure that we're successful we're spiritually healthy for the rest of the day yeah and to add on that If you're not in a position where you can get up early in the morning, just spending time with him is definitely number one. I just know for me in my life, getting up and doing Bible study first thing in the morning sets the tone for the day. Yes. I notice when I don't like spend time with God in the morning, my life is a little bit chaotic and things. The devil 
like messes with your mind first thing in the morning, especially when yeah. you have small children and you have to get them to school and they don't want to listen. And you're just like, OK, well, I'm supposed to be filled in the spirit, but I have nothing in my cup. Mm-hmm. So while I'm drinking my coffee because I'm exhausted, I should be filling up my cup of Jesus so I can then spill it out to my children, you know, yeah. or spill it out to my husband at that point, you know, but not if I'm not filling up my cup, what is being filled in it? Satan and everything that he tells us, the lies he tells us or like, you know, hey, the kids are acting out like crazy. Why don't you take care of that? Like, that's the kind of stuff like I hear in my head. And then it just gets overwhelmed and frustrating because you're trying to do the lunches or you're trying to make the breakfast and you're trying to get them ready for school. And it's like you're enveloped in like this whole nasty thing. But literally every time I spend time with God in the morning and then like I'll as soon as I'm done reading my Bible, I'll turn on Christian music on my Google and the kids will wake up or I'll play, you know, sometimes I'll put on the TV, not much because it's hard for them to be concentrated on getting things done if the TV's on. Mm -hmm. So I'll give them incentive like, hey, if you guys get this stuff done, we can hurry up, make sure all your stuff is in your backpack, your hair's done, your teeth, everything's done. And then we can have like five minutes here, 10 minutes here to like sit down and watch a Jesus show together. Yeah. Or I'll spend time with them and be like, okay, let's do a devotion. You know, we have extra time that way. They're filled with the spirit as well, because, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but for me in my life, I've learned like, it doesn't matter what age you are. Satan attacks. Yes. So if you're alive, he's attacking. But also if you're alive, you have a purpose and that purpose is to learn more about Jesus so you can share it with others. Yeah. And that leads into my next point. You know, are you honest with God with your life? Mm. Because having a true friendship, when I go to Ashley with something I'm dealing with or when I'm frustrated with the kids, that's how we should be going to Christ. Right. We should be going to him with our anger and for him to heal that anger. Because if we don't ask him for help, like if we're running around doing stuff for the kids and we need our husband's help, hey, honey, can you take her to go do this? Can you take him to go do that? That way we're, we're team efforting our entire day. But are we doing that with Christ? Mm. When we're in the middle of something, are we saying, God, can you please help me with this? So that way I can do this and this. He'll be like, I got you. Right. I got you. Right. Because the friendship with the father is the most important thing. How's your friendship with a father figure in your life? How's a friendship with, with a parent in your life? That's exactly how Christ sees us. Something that like dawned on me the other day. It was so apparent. It was like, People don't understand Christ the way I feel like we should understand Christ. We look up to certain people in our lives. We look up to them as, oh my gosh, they've accomplished so much. Oh my gosh, they do this, they do that. That's how we should see Christ. And how, how we have a best friend who says, hey, you're being a little rough today. You need to chill. Or somebody who's very honest with us. That's how God is to us. So why don't we perceive him as that? Why do we feel like we have to separate from him in that kind of aspect? Does that make sense? Yes. But I also want to make it clear. Like, yeah, <clears throat> when it comes to when it comes to the father and you're in it and you're doing all the things and you go seek him. Remember that God wants to talk to you when you're happy, too. It's just not the in times the of things. struggle. Yeah. Like if you're having a great day. I find that if I'm sitting there praising God, even in the struggles, in the happy times, 
I I have joy in my heart. God gives it to you freely, right? Yep. And you could just praise him and say, you know what, God, today's a really good day. And I'm just thankful that you gave that to me. Yeah. It's one of the fruits of the spirit is joy. Right. And the reason why you get the fruit of the spirit is by practicing and using and doing and studying and applying. Right. It's, it's all the things. So the more time we spend with God, even if it looks unnormal, y'all, a lot of my time is not just in my Bible. A lot of the time I talk to God on my way to work mm. when I drop off my son from school and it's just my daughter who's too young to understand that I'm talking to God. <laughs> Girl, she understands. Yeah. She and well, and she'll see it, but yeah. I just like, okay, God, like I need help with this or I need help with this, or I don't know why I'm thinking about this Lord. It's not necessary. Please take it away from me. Mm-hmm. And every single time I'm talking to him and I'm honest with him, sometimes I yell at him because I'm frustrated about something that didn't go my way. Cause I'm prideful. Mm-hmm. I say, God, I know I'm prideful right now and I'm frustrated and I'm angry and I'm sobbing and I'm talking to him in the car. But I just, if I'm honest with him and give him my whole heart, guess what I end up doing in the end? God, you are so good. You are so good to me because I don't deserve any of this. You were so gracious and so loving to send your son to die on the cross for us that you don't want us to have that. You want us to have a friendship with you, a relationship with you that goes and surpasses any amounts of understanding that we could ever possibly imagine. And that's why it's so important to just be honest with him. And through being honest with him and through finding it out with him every now and then to make sense of what's going on in your life, he will give you peace in that. He'll give you joy. He'll give you faithfulness. He'll give you grace. He'll give you just full peace. And it comes with all those things. And it's all the fruits of the spirit. And just a friendly reminder, too, if you are not uh, saved and you don't know who Jesus is, we're just Mm -hmm. welcome Thank you for coming and listening in on this podcast. We're grateful. And if you'd like to know more information on how to get saved and how to grow a relationship with the Father, please contact or like and subscribe and leave us a question on the uh, YouTube app. Yep. In John 15, 13, it says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You guys remember that story in the Bible? No. (laughs) That one? I don't know. That one. There, okay, so there was this guy, right? And he couldn't walk. Okay. Mm, the paralytic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he couldn't walk. And he had friends that carried him all the way on top of a roof and then lowered him lowered down. him down to see Jesus because they knew that Jesus could help him. That's the kind of friends you need. Okay. That's the kind of faith that you need too. Right. And to have that faith, to know that Jesus did that for the the guy that couldn't walk, he's going to do it for you too because he loves you that much. God loves you so much. It's incredible and it's never ending. And just remember too, throughout the entire Bible, you're going to see that, well, obviously in the New Testament because that's when Christ is around hanging out with all, everybody, right? Mm-hmm. In the New Testament, you're going to see the stories of where God is. God isn't with all of the higher-ups and all the fancy people. He's with the poor. He's with the sick. He's with people who are lost. Ooh, that puts me on to a point. Yes. I found somebody that was just chatting, and they were like, well, I want to go to church, but, like, I've done too much in my life, or I need to get my life straight. Uh, I need to worry about what clothes I'm wearing. I just need to press all my clothes. I need, you know, my heart's not in the right place. And I'm like... You know, that's pretty cool 
that you say that because just like a hospital has like a bunch of broken people, so does church. Yep. Right? Nobody's perfect there. Right. So church is just a hospital for sinners. Yep. And it's important to find the right church so that way you can grow in your friendship with the Father. Mm -hmm. And your church experience is made better when your friendship with Christ grows too. Right. Because that really truly opens up your heart to all the sinfulness, but beautiful broken chaos around you because we are all broken in some way shape or form we all have our trials we all have our triumphs over everything but but with christ it just gets better and you don't have to be perfect to have a relationship with christ yeah you don't because he loves you just the way you are and just where you're at it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you are the happiest person alive or you're the saddest person because you're going through something it does not matter he loves you and he wants you to know that and you just need to come to him with everything. I come to him with struggles. I come to him and praise. I come to him for a lot of things, to be honest with you. Um, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to do that. Because can you imagine living in a world without Jesus coming to die on the cross for your sins? We, we would go through all these trials and then have nowhere after that and have nobody to turn to. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're in that spot where you feel like you have nobody to turn to, pray. And be like, okay, I don't know where I'm at, God, but this is where I'm at in my journey. And if you're real, show me. I guarantee you he will show you. He is alive. He is true. Mm -hmm. And he loves you. He He will show you. And that point actually leads me to this verse. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14 through 18. So stay with me because it's a few sentences. But this says, the temple of the living God. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them. I will walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers. And separate yourself from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things, and I will welcome you. And I will be your father, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord God Almighty. And this is from the New Living Translation. So what's really cool about when you're reading your Bible, if it kind of sounds like you don't understand it or what have you, you can get a commentary, you can get a concordance to help understand certain words, you can... Open up another translation because there's not just one. Um, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on that. However, we're not. Exactly. But I'm reading from an NLT because whomever is watching this, I want you all to understand that if we separate ourselves from people who are pulling us down in life, God is going to be bringing us up constantly and he's going to be pulling us from the rubble. He's going to be pulling us out of that grave of death, right? So he's pulling us out of there. But if there are people next to us who are constantly pulling us down back into that life, then it's going to be much harder to fight against that. God wants us to surround us with other sick people who are thriving to do better, just like you want to for Christ. So surround yourself with those right people. Like we said, go to a good church, find a great church, come to Southern Hills Church. It's a fabulous church, but just surround yourself with people. Even if it's uncomfortable at first, we understand when we first joined our church, it was uncomfortable. Of course it was. It's a, it's not just a culture shock. It's just, you're around a bunch of people that 
you set these preconceived notions about, but then in the end, when you start to get to know them, when you build your relationship with Christ, Christ opens your eyes to be like, Hey, this person, you may not have known them before, but you need to know them now. And you need to really know them because they have a lot of stuff going on that you can relate to, and you are going to build a life with them. And that's her. That's what God told us when we met in church Mm, is we're like, you may not understand her. You may not know her yet, but I, we have good plans for you. I have good things for you, but you just need to trust me. You need to know me and you need to understand me Yeah, and And, trust my ways. And I think, you know, when you have the right attitude in regards to wanting to seek him, yes, wanting to have an open heart, open ears, open mind, because God says love. First commandment is to love God, God with all your heart, soul and mind. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, I honestly truly believe that because in my life it was uh, struggle after struggle after struggle until I knew God fully. Right? Really? Um, there was a time, yes, I do know exactly when I was saved. I was 17. But I still didn't understand fully what God meant because I wasn't in his word. So now I can live my life on the straight and narrow knowing the wisdom that I'm gaining for him. Proverbs. If you guys haven't read Proverbs. Mm. So good. And I'm, dude, so awesome on the wisdom fact. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that I've learned that I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just makes you think. Yeah. It really does make you think. And it helps relate what God wants for us to our mm-hmm. lives and yeah, our and lives how, today. Yeah. And how to, you know, you always think like, oh, the Bible's old. So how am mm-hmm. I going to learn from the Bible? It's timeless. Right. But in the fact, like, if you don't... N- a lot of people are stuck in their head like, I'm my own God. Mm. So, like, what is God going to teach me? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think in some way, when I was younger, you know, when you're in that stage of being younger and not having a lot of wisdom, okay, you don't tend to go to the Bible because you're like, what is it going to teach me? Especially if you don't have the right people around you to help you live up to that wisdom. Yes. To be all honest, like... I wish I would have read my Bible sooner and got the wisdom sooner. Mm-hmm. I'm glad and thankful for the opportunity now because now I'm so in it that I can teach my children so they won't have to grow up in a life where they didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like you're I building did. a better foundation. Right. But yeah, just having that relationship with God at a young age, at a, you know, your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, it's never too late to have that friendship with him. And he's waiting. So now that we've gone over like what it is like to have a relationship with God, spending time with him in his word, going out and seeing God's creation, go out and take a walk. If he can create the mountains, if he can create the waters, the oceans, the, you know, the beautiful landscape that we see on a daily, like Mm -hmm. he created you in his image. So yeah, it's true. It changes you. All right. So another verse that I wanted to share is Ecclesiastes 4 nine and this is really cool so just hear me out here okay Mm. two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed the holy spirit and us that's two true story bro god can influence the fruits of the spirit into your life let him allow him to help you because i promise you peace will come with it And it's going to just blow your mind. You're going to be like, wow, I feel so much peace right now. And I don't even, I can't even comprehend why or how. 
Mm, I love that. Those are the best moments to live for when you are a child of God and you seek him through salvation. It's, it's incredible. Um, another Bible verse I'm going to flip to is John 15, 13. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. It's exactly what God did for us by sending his son to die on the cross for our sins. Because Christ died on the cross for us, he is laying his life out so we can have a relationship with him. So we can truly have the Holy Spirit to walk side by side with and to fight the battles of life with. Amen. And to be our armor of Christ and God. Just build your friendship with Christ. And we promise you, speaking from experience for both of us, it really, truly does make a difference on your life and how you are, even if you are sleep deprived. Just... The results that you get in life with peace and love and joy alone, it's quite impactful and it's incredible. So your friendship doesn't have to look a certain way. Just remember that. Yes. And remember that if you are struggling with anything, God will always give you that grace. Just come to him. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful and thankful that you have chosen to either listen to us on the podcast or visit us via YouTube channel. Don't forget to check out InspireLadies.com and we will see you on Sunday. Have Have a blessed day. day.